Excavation and recovery. A form of activism and liberation. A form of cultural and community service. These are some of the ways Dean Brian Keith Alexander presented his research on the study of performance at this year's 62nd lecture event. Hi, I'm Emerson Eby, and this is 62nd Lectures. For those of you who have not had a chance to attend the event, every year the Los Angeles Loyolan and the University Honors Program co-sponsor 62nd Lectures. This event gives a handful of professors a chance to expound upon a topic of their choosing for exactly one minute. This year, the theme was the destination or the journey, and Dean Alexander kicked things off with a reflection on performance as how we as humans, quote, fundamentally make culture, affect power, and reinvent our ways of being in the world. For this inaugural edition of the 62nd Lectures podcast, we talked to Dean Alexander about his lecture. A bit of background on our guest today. Dr. Bryant Keith Alexander is Dean of the LMU College of Communication and Fine Arts, CFA. He is a professor of communication, performance, and cultural studies. He is affiliate faculty of educational leadership for social justice in the doctoral program at LMU's School of Education, and in the Sir Zelman Cohen School of Music and Performance at Monash University in Melbourne, Australia. He has nearly 200 scholarly publications and has released seven books. Now, please enjoy, in full, Dean Alexander's 60-second lecture. For me, the study of performance is an examination of human enactment in everyday life and the manifestations of comprehending how human beings fundamentally make culture, affect power, and reinvent our ways of being in the world. The nature of my work is always about engaging in a journey of reflectivity, reflexivity, and refractivity, turning the critical gaze on personal experience as cultural encounter. My research explores performance in as pedagogy, performance in as critical cultural studies, performance in as gender studies, black studies, and queer studies. I enact and critique performances that tease and cajole others through the aesthetic to explore the politics of social encounter that sometimes bring comfort and other times bruise both bodies and spirits. I engage performance as a form of excavation and recovery, as a form of activism and liberation, as a form of cultural and community service, as a form of working towards potentiality, which is not a destination but the indefatigable journey towards reaching the horizon, which is always moving as we strive and struggle towards futurity. Dean Alexander, thanks for joining us. Tell us, how was your experience doing a 60-second lecture? My experience was a mixed bag of things, right? One, excited that I received the invitation because I love this program. And then the challenge of paring down what could sometimes be a uh, two-hour lecture into uh, 60 seconds, which may actually be a lesson for all professors to be less, you know, winded in the nature of what they present. But I, I just enjoyed paring down, right? And I think I took so much time going from what I imagined would be a full classroom lecture down to 60 seconds and learn something about myself within that process, right? About clarity, about specificity, about uh, the reinforcement of key words, things that I wanted the listener to get 
uh, and to sort of focus in and hone in on the what is the most important aspects, right, of the lecture, of the message, of the communication in that moment. 60 Second Lectures gives professors a platform to talk about their own research as it relates to the topic at hand. How does this lecture relate to your past research? Yeah, so the nature of my research is always and already connected with what I'm going to call performance in everyday life. Not just the performance of theater and of art for entertainment's sake, but the performance of everyday embodiment, how we perform race, how we perform gender, how we perform culture, how we perform identity, how we make decisions in the morning about what it is that we're going to wear as a part of the kind of persona and the identity that we want to present during that particular day, right? So my work sort of plays in and through all of that around issues of race, gender, sex, sexuality, the performance of masculinity and identities. Most of my book projects are circulating around those kind of issues, primarily in Black or African-American culture. But the ways in which Black and African-American culture does not exist outside of the wholeness of humanity, right? And so performance and artistic and creative expression is a part of the human experience, and we all do it, right? And so when people say things like, I'm not an artist, right, or I don't perform, and I want to say, yeah, you do. Do you have any specific examples of research you've done? I do works on um, the link between performance and pedagogy, the link between how teachers teach, right, and the craftedness of a lecture in the classroom, with the classroom being a kind of performance arena, right? So I'm interested in how performance plays out in every single aspect of our lives including as a dean, right? I'm very interested in the ways in which administrative processes, right, force certain kind of performances on the bodies on which those policies and procedures land, right? And the ways in which when I'm sitting in a dean's council meeting or I'm sitting in some administrative procedure and I'm listening to policies and procedures and directions, I'm often wondering about the body I'm often wondering about how those policies are going to impact students, how it's going to impact faculty, right? And how pa faculty and students are going to respond, right, through performance to articulate what their understanding is of the impact of those policies. A big part of this college is fine arts. And so I was wondering if you could explain a little what research looks like for someone in the arts. And so in many of our disciplines throughout CFA, Scholarship can be both very traditional, you know, uh, writing and publication and journals and books, which is what I do. It can also be professors of theater and dance engage in creating performances, right, for the stage for different audiences. So it's a different form of publication of making something public, right? But all of the critical processes of how they come to the end product is analogous to research and analysis and scripting and crafting of a message for an audience. When I think about my colleagues in studio arts and even in music, they spend a lot of time in the studios creating pieces of art, both physicalized pieces of art in pottery and painting and drawing, 
or with music, right? And a part of their research and their theorizing is sometimes looking at the history of the music, of the art process, and then in, in showing how that's manifested and helping students to better understand that. Publication can be both written scholarly, it could be you know, public performance, it could be art exhibitions, right, as evidence, not just of pretty things to look at, right, but evidence of the research, of the technique, of the, the way of manipulating materials to create a particular kind of effect, both in the thing that we're seeing, or even in that moment when someone in a gallery is staring and is fixated on a piece of art, right? And what they're seeing is not only the beauty of that art, but now they're seeing, oh, 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 I see. I see the politics. I see the message. I see what the author is trying to get me to think and feel about, right? And so research manifests itself in a wide variety of different ways. What research opportunities are there within the College of Communication and Fine Arts? So in science and engineering, you might work in, in a science lab or an engineering lab, right? In um, the business college, you might work in some kind of pop-up um, kind of business, right, that seeks to put theory into practice in very practical kind of ways, right? I think that both of those and more apply within the College of Communication and Fine Arts because we we do critical academic scholarly work in very traditional ways, but every one of our major disciplines have laboratories. It's a different kind of laboratory, right? The theater is a laboratory. The uh, Murphy Recital Hall is a laboratory. Every studio in painting and drawing and multimedia and design and printmaking those are workshops where things are like being experimented with at any given moment. And in the process, it's embodied work, but it's also a rehearsal process. It's a research process to come to a particular kind of set of outcomes and goals. The research opportunities in CFA are only limited to the imagination of the people who are seeking, who can define what it is that they're seeking within a particular discipline. We have so many professors who do, I mean, of course, teach, but they also do independent studies with students, students who come in with a question, they come in with a curiosity, they want to explore something in particular, right? And so any professor can work with students to help shape not only their question, but the process of coming towards or closer to their answers through the varying methodologies, theories, and principles that govern the nature of what those disciplines are and what they, they do. And it'll look very different. It's the question that a student has that then leads to the range of what those possibilities might be based upon the department of their exploration. And finally, are you currently doing any research? I am. I am. You know, so I'm actually working right now on two major um, book projects. One of them is a, um, a book that I'm currently entitling um, Letters to Mama, really, right? And it's really using the epistolary form of writing letters as a way to sort of reflect upon and speak in some ways to my mother who passed away a number of years ago, right? As a kind of critical opportunity to sort of unpack things that were not said, 
the other project is really working about sound, right? I'm very interested in the relationship between sound and remembrance. Um, I just finished a, so, a small piece about, you know, really, you know, reflecting on the house that I grew up in and a very small, modest, wood-framed house with a tin roof, a roof that also leaked, right, right, uh, a roof that leaked, and my father and I had this ritual of getting on top. He would get on top of the roof. I would get in the little crawl space that we called an attic, right, you know, with a flashlight trying to find where the hole was because the hole was dripping water. The water was falling on my head in my bed, you know. So, so the ways in which the sound of rain falling on a tin roof, right, is so connected with place and time and relationships, right? Um, and, you know, issues of class, right? In our small little wood-framed house, right? With, you know, a family of nine, right? In two bedrooms, right? In Southwest Louisiana. And so all of those memories are kind of connected. So every time it rains, and at my house, the house that I live in, there is a corrugated cover that that covers a, a sort of patio area and it's made out of plastic not metal right but when I hear that when I hear rain falling on that I immediately I'm 10 years old again so I'm working on those two separate projects right, right now thank you so much for your time Dean Alexander if you would like to watch the video of Dean Alexander's lecture as well as all the lectures from this year's event visit our website at laloyolan.com. Opinions and ideas expressed in this podcast are those of individual student content creators and are not those of Loyola Marymount University, its board of trustees, or its student body. This episode was produced by Emerson Eby, Loyola audio intern, with support from Loyola copy editor Ellie Trion and assistant director of student media Kevin O'Keefe. Special thanks to Dean Alexander for joining us on this podcast. Feedback about this episode can be submitted to Loyolan Editor-in-Chief Amy Carlisle at editor at theloyolan.com.